Hello, and welcome to Pre-Med Diaries, the place where you can come to safely and anonymously share your highs and lows on the journey to becoming a physician. If this is your first time tuning in, welcome, and thanks for listening. I am your host, Dr. Allison Gray. We created Pre-Med Diaries and the other Med Diaries podcasts so that physicians and physicians in training could have a place to speak our minds, vent, unload, and hear one another in support and solidarity. The pre-med journey is not easy, and there are many stressors, roadblocks, and frustrations, but also incredible joys, like that first time you get to shadow a physician, that first interview offer, or that first acceptance to medical school. Here at Pre-Med Diaries, we want to help you on this journey to avoid and deal with burnout, an ever-growing threat and serious problem for our physician community. And as a pre-med, it's never too early to start. In each episode, we will hear from a pre-med student, and I'll share some thoughts of my own as well. We may also hear from others of you who have called in and left a response for the caller on a previous episode. Today, we will hear from a pre-med student who is struggling with the waiting game of the application cycle. Hi, I just wanted to share a little bit about something that has been a struggle for myself, and I'm sure lots of other people lately, um, which is the waiting period in the application cycle. So I have always wanted to be a physician and dedicated, especially these last, you know, few years to making myself the best person and the best applicant that I could be. Um, So when it was time to actually submit an application and get to show admissions committees who I am and why I want to to do this, I was really excited, and um, so I, you know, submitted my application really early, and after that, you get all the waves, or one big wave of secondary applications, and you get to, you know, type up and tell them more about yourself, and um, submit that to them, and after all of that is done, it is, for the first time in this whole pre-med journey, like, silence. Before all of this, you get to work really hard on your grades, and then you work really hard on your MCAT, and you work really hard at your extracurriculars, and your volunteer, and your clinical experiences, and all of these things, and sure, you continue some of those after your applications are in, but it is completely out of your hands, and that has been really hard for me. Um, I was expecting a little bit of, of relief, but honestly, um, I have been just so anxious. Um, I ended up getting one interview invite in August, which was awesome, and I'm very fortunate to have that. Um, but since then, I have had just complete silence and um, one rejection yesterday from a school that I really wanted to go to. And I just wanted to share that and share that, like, even if you feel like you have put your all into this, um, there's still a process, and it's it's really hard to wait and to feel like um, it's a personal rejection when you either get rejected or have to wait another day and check your email and still hear nothing. And um, it's just been really hard, and I thought that um, – other people might be feeling the same way. Um, not everyone is like those people on on Facebook or anywhere on the internet that have seven interviews and two acceptances already and 
her deciding which school to go to, which I am so happy for, for those people. But some of us are still in this waiting game. And it's certainly not over yet. It is only October, but um, that doesn't necessarily lessen the anxiety that comes with um, the day-to-day drag of hoping to hear back. Um, I, w- I really just wanted to, to share that in a community of people who um, probably understand the struggle and have either been through it or are going through it right now. Um, I tell my parents or family and friends and my significant other, and they're all awesome and so supportive, and say how confident they are that I will get in or it's not the end of the world, there's always next year, which is all true and all very encouraging, but um, it just feels like no one quite understands that day-to-day pressure of hoping for the best and, and not hearing back. Um, so I just, I really wanted to call and be vulnerable about that and uh, let people know that there are lots of us who are still waiting and um, there's lots of time still. But uh, thank you guys for, for making this podcast and giving a place for uh, pre-meds to, to come together and share in a lot of the struggles because there are there are lots of them throughout this process. Um, and this is definitely just one of them. But thank you very much. Wow. Thank you, caller, for calling in. What an just magnificent voicemail. What a wonderful diary entry. And thank you so much for sharing that with us. You talked about how you wanted to call and be vulnerable in a community that understands you. And what a gift you have just given to all the other pre-meds out there who are also struggling and waiting and anxious about this whole process. And I think it's it truly is a gift that you've put yourself out there and been vulnerable and represented yourself in such a way where you're you're not someone who has a million interviews and a million choices in terms of schools yet. You're just sitting here waiting and feeling anxious and you're putting that out there to let other people know that it's okay and that they're not alone. That is just amazing. Just such a gift. What a compassionate person. What a, a giving person you clearly are. And I'm sure you will make a great physician just based on just what you did here. Wow. I'm really, I'm really moved. I think what you talked about in terms of struggling with the application cycle waiting period is so, it's, it's so understandable. It's such a it's such a hard process with so many steps in it. And as a pre-med student, you're very used to putting your all into something and working hard and applying yourself day after day after day to whatever the challenge is, whether it's studying for the MCAT, whether it's getting uh, great grades in your classes, whether it's doing a really good job in your clinical experiences and shadowing. You have a lot of control to a certain extent in those challenges to be able to bring forth the best of yourself to bring the the hardest studying the the or the most studying to to do the very best you can in each of those forays. And the problem is that then when you go to submit your application, just as you said, there's nothing more you can do. You've basically given the application teams, these these groups of people at these schools, you've given them you. And you're saying, take me or leave me. And you're hoping with all your might that they do want you, that they want to interview you, that they're interested in having you be a student at their medical school. But it's a complete 
it's a it's going from a situation where you have a lot of control and you're putting so much hard work into something and then you have zero control because once your application is submitted the only other really time that you can then make a point of how great you are and sell yourself is at the interview and that is a very very crucial step so definitely make sure that you prepare yourself well for that. But certainly in that waiting part where you're waiting for interviews, you're waiting for acceptances after you've interviewed, it really truly is just about waiting. And I think whatever you can do to keep yourself focused and keep yourself standing in a positive belief that you will get in will help you. Because to to be anxious is so human and totally understandable. But I think if you if if anxiety is allowed to grow too much, it can very quickly become consuming and it can be become negative. It can really drag you down. So whatever you can do to keep yourself focused, to keep your your head up is really important. And for some people, that might be just what you're doing here, talking with other people and other people who really understand what you're experiencing. You also talked about how your parents, friends, family, significant other, how they're supportive, but they don't quite understand the pressure you're under. And I think that's something that would echo with so many of you. And and several of you have talked about that on this podcast, about how hard it is for other people to understand your, your world, your experience on this pre-med journey. And that only becomes more so, I would tell you again, as a med student and later on as a physician. It's just, it's a very unique path. And it's one that is hard for other people outside of it to really fully understand. However, all that said, it's great that you have the support of your family and your friends and your significant other. And they're right in that if it doesn't work out this year, there is next year. But that doesn't take away the anguish of if you didn't get in and how hard you have worked and how you might have to do it all over again. It's very understandable. This this anxiety though is is really something which again can be become consuming. And so whether you talk to people, whether you exercise, whether you do something that is just about fun, um, whether it's singing or dancing or just doing something to take your mind off of things for a while and, and keep you happy is is really important. It might seem silly, but I think it's so, so important. You'll you'll be waiting when you are applying to medical school to, to find out if you're getting in. You have to wait once you've completed board exams to find out your scores when you've completed the MCAT, which I know um, our caller today has already done because you've already uh, applied. But there are these moments throughout this path in which you have to wait and the anxiety can be crippling at times. It truly can be. And the the lack of control, the fact that you really have to put your faith in what you've already done. But I think that's also something that can help. So just re- when you get anxious and you feel like this waiting is is another example of rejection or another, uh, it's 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 showing you that that you're not being accepted. Actually, take a look and reflect back on how much you have done and be proud of yourself. Be proud of what you've done. How how hard it is to do all of these things that you've already accomplished. Take the MCAT and get through all of these pre-med classes. There are so many prerequisites, right? So doing all of those things and getting really good shadowing experience. And those are each huge milestones and huge things that you've already done. So when you're feeling 
down about that you haven't gotten that acceptance yet, remember, think back just on how far you've already come. So maybe you would have to, maybe maybe if you did have to apply again, you've already taken the MCAT. You've already done very well in your grades or you've, you've done what you've done. So then it, it wouldn't be a matter of doing it all over again. It would be a matter of course correcting, of figuring out, well, what did I do in this application cycle that I could do better the next time? Now, I'm certainly not encouraging you to think about next application cycle. Just be where you are. Try to be in the moment. But again, it's just helpful sometimes to remember that worst case scenario, you would you would figure it out. You absolutely would. It's uh. I think for me, when I think back on that whole process, it was it was there was a lot of angst. I felt a lot of angst uh, in terms of that waiting. And you're I think it's so it's so different. I have to tell you when you apply to medical school and then later on when you apply for residency, because in when you apply to medical school, you're just hoping and praying that that one school will accept you. Most of us. That's how we felt. There are people out there who have lots of acceptances and maybe don't share that worry. But I think for most people, the process of applying to medical school is incredibly stressful and it's very scary and anxiety provoking. And so you're just hoping that one school, one school will will give you an acceptance. And then fast forward to when you apply to residency and it's so different. You, you'll enjoy it so much more, I can guarantee you, because it's, it's kind of like a whining and dining experience. It's uh, the residency programs are as eager to to uh, get you interested in them as you are interested in having them be interested in you, if that makes sense. It's a much more of a two-way street as opposed to what you're facing now, which is just that uphill battle and that climb to get an acceptance to medical school. So I think it's very understandable where you're at. You're feeling that pressure, that anxiety. And remember that just because you don't have an acceptance yet, like you said, it's October. Well, actually, technically now it's November because of when we're listening to this, but it is still early and there's still loads of time. I think uh, some acceptances come even through in April. So hang in there. That's the, the other big thing I would tell you. Hang in there. Keep talking about your experience. Keep letting us know or other people out there, your other friends who are pre-meds who understand what you're going through. And also talk to your family, your friends, your significant other, because even if they don't get it fully, they're there for you. And then that's a big deal too. And just as you're doing, don't focus on those people who seem to have a million interviews and a million acceptances. Who knows if it's all true anyway, right? And there are other people in this community and all over the place who are sharing in this experience you are. I know I certainly did. I felt that that stress all the time, every single day until I finally got an acceptance uh, to medical school of, oh my God, am I going to get in? And this feels so awful. And when you do get a rejection, it can feel just so heartbreaking. I remember that experience myself of getting a, reje- a rejection letter to a school I really wanted to go to. And looking back, it's all doesn't matter anymore because I went on to medical school and I, if I had done that, it would have been a very different life than the one I, I am living now. But yes, those rejections can hurt. They really do. I remember a friend of mine actually gave me a gift when I got a rejection from medical school because she saw how how sad I was. And it was the the quote about when one door closes, a window opens, but sometimes we're so focused on the door that closes that we we miss the window that's opened. And I'm butchering the quote, by the way, so I apologize. But basically the whole point that sometimes we get so focused on what we don't have that we that we lose sight of other 
other opportunities, other other great possibilities. So keep yourself focused, keep yourself up, keep your head up, hang in there, talk to people. And thank you so, 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 so much again for sharing your authenticity with us, your vulnerability, for being just who you are and just sharing what you're, where you're at in this moment. I think it is just a huge thing to be able to to do that. And it's just a gift that you've given to a lot of other people out there. I can guarantee you that other people listening right now are feeling that way too. And so thank you for being a great person and sharing with us in this community. All right, my friends. Well, we don't have any feedback for this week, but that doesn't mean that you can't call in and give feedback. So if you would like to, you can give feedback anytime by calling one eight three three my diary and please hit five if you would like to leave feedback. Alternatively, if you would like to leave a diary entry, I would love, love, love to hear from you, as would all of your peers, I am sure. And what you can do is call one eight three three my diary and please press one to leave a pre-med diary entry. Please share with us where you're at in this journey, this very, very hard journey. Tell us about your best day or worst day, what you're going through, whether it's a terrible moment or a wonderful moment. It is never too early to start working on how to fight and deal with burnout. And it's also wonderful to share successes that you're having, even if they're small ones. Or if you want to talk about something that you saw in the hospital, if you're shadowing or if you're in the clinic and you saw something that was really upsetting and you need a place to talk about it and you don't think other people outside of this world can really understand. Share with us. Tell us about it. Tell us how it made you feel. That is what this podcast is all about. So please call one eight three three my diary Press 1 to leave a diary entry, and I would love to hear from you guys. I love being here every week and getting to hear from you. This is such a gift to me too, and I just hope you all are getting great value from this. So give us a call and have a wonderful week. Good luck with everything you're up to, and you guys are awesome. Take care. Thank mm-hmm. you.